Sephora stores are everywhere you are. So just pop in when you need a brown lip to match your 90s playlist, a confidence boost before your interview, or a last-minute gift for mom's birthday. There's always a Sephora near you. Just pop in. Use our store locator to find your local Sephora or Sephora at Kohl's. Hey nerds, this is Will Wheaton. Because this is a podcast, you know what you're listening to, but we do this anyway because we did it on radio before podcasts exist. It's the Candare Podcast and you're listening to it! everyone and welcome to another episode of Candare, your tribute to pop culture. I am Jeremy Colley. And I am Jack Dort. And I'm Randy Hardenbrook. And joining us this week, returning to the show, from the scenesnobs.com, we welcome Mick Manhattan and Casey Plot back to the show. Gentlemen, thank you so much for being here. Well, Thanks thank for you having so us. Thank you so much for having us. It's great to be back. The last time I guess we... you guys want me to prove you wrong about mullets, is it? Oh, see, Mix, I think, is as excited as I am about this. He's swinging out the gate. (laughs) Because the last time we had uh, Mick and Casey on, and I've got to look on the computer to see what episode number that was. I believe it was Halloween. I was going to say it was Halloween because it was was, all kind of er, Well, no, I mean the the two of them together. Uh, uh, Episode 412. No, just Mick was on the Halloween episode telling the uh, stories about the the Mm. tree and the... I thought the, that was with the mullets. That's when the mullets was. Happening. No, it's the same episode. I was getting my balls busted about Dracula. We were supposed yeah. to be talking about vampires, yeah. and <laughs> you know how easily a vampire <laughs> conversation can move to mullets. <laughs> we never but would have thought. We found ourselves <laughs> defenseless in the moment. And uh, Randy, I don't think, said a word that whole time we talked about mullets, which was for a while. So I'm excited to see what you have to say this time, because I think you were pretty pissed last time. <laughs> like you getting know. reamed about vampires and Dracula he was so just, bad. On the camera, you could just see him like, turning red and his face like not budging. Like It was awesome. Oddly enough, have you guys seen the new Renfield trailer? Sorry. Yes. Yes, <laughs> I did. Great. Like, oh, Nick Cage. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Anything what, with Nick Cage. Yep. Damn straight, man. Yeah. So what we're going to be doing today is nurturing that mullet conversation that happened so organically back in episode 412 and just try to build on it. I mean, a mullet is a big part of pop culture. Am I wrong? It absolutely is. Yeah. It is a U.S. Mm-hmm. constitution, by the way. <laughs> Not only U.S. <laughs> I think it's in it world. somewhere. Some would say another thing taken from the indigenous people and ruined by white people. That's the there truth, you go. son. That's well, the truth. <laughs> You're welcome. So a lot of fun there. And then after we're done talking about mullets, we're going to talk with Mick and Casey about the scene snobs and what they've been up to since we last spoke. But before we do anything, don't forget to find us on Twitter at CandarePod and on Instagram at Can underscore Air. And show your boys some support by going to our website, CandarePodcast.com, merch page, Patreon page, where for an exchange for some of your money... Uh, extra shows, tons and tons of hours of audio. Our gigantic, girthy catalog of extra content. It's very girthy, Randy. <laughs> and uh, t-shirts, mugs, stickers, uh, ball caps, beanies, hoodies. hoodies. Yeah, the list goes on. 
So uh, check that all out at CandarePodcast.com. Randy, what else we got? Uh, also, if uh, you can't support us financially, any uh, reviews you leave us on your podcast player of choice is much appreciated. And shout out to our network uh, that we're a part of, uh, the Evergreen Podcast uh, Network, evergreenpodcast.com. Check out all the great shows and us. There it is. Speaking of shout outs, last week, did you guys shout out RJ for being back as a patron? Welcome back, RJ. There we go. It's great to yeah. have you back. I I did mean to say something, but I totally forgot. But no, heard, seriously. You heard the mullet talk. What's yeah. that? You heard the mullet talk. You had to come back yeah. for it. <laughs> Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't come back for it? But yes, welcome back, RJ. And uh, appreciate your support so much. So thank you. And I think uh, without any further ado, let's just kick it off with this week's Retro Roundtable. It's showtime. All right, guys. The Great Mullet Debate 2023. Where do we begin? I think we should maybe just talk a little bit about the history of the mullet. I found some history on the mullet. Would you guys like to hear it? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Where it came from? Well, I don't think it's very definitive where exactly it came from, because like Mick was saying earlier, you know, something that we took from the indigenous people, which is, is very much true, because what I read, they, they, you know, had very long hair in the back. It was short on top, but also some most of the time styled with like a mohawk or something. And how we bastardized that is beyond me, but <laughs> boy, we did it. So what I, one of the things I read was the hairstyle was first worn by French fashion guru Henry Mollet, M-O-L-L-E-T. Does anyone here know that name? No. Me neither. Okay. <laughs> uh, so it was named after him. That's pretty nice. In the early 70s, the mullet did not see, uh, see much light apart from in the French underground dance scene until it was resurrected by popular television personalities such as Pat Sharp. Do we know who Pat Sharp is? Somebody that wore a mullet? Well, you're not wrong, The televangelist? Sounds like one. Someone who was no clearly idea. popular in the 70s. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just want to make sure that I'm uh, not alone and not knowing who the hell Pat Sharp was. But <laughs> Name sounds familiar. Uh, the word having been uh, angelicized by this point to mullet. Now, uh, something I also read was that the uh, what, what's the name of that band from the 90s? The three guys, hip hop. The Beastie Boys? Beastie Boys, oh. yes, thank you. That they're the ones, they had a song called like Mullet Head or something. They're the ones that kind of coined the name of that hairstyle. Like it, Really? Yeah, because of that song. Hmm. Hmm. Yep, officially in 1994, they actually managed to coin the soccer rocker term mullet. Okay, so it's the Beastie Boys and what? You said the 90s, that uh, mullet head came out in the 90s or the 80s? 94. 94, Oh, yeah. wow, it's so far on. Uh, <laughs> and late, that was the first really. time that they called mullet? No, I think that's just when it was like officially accepted into like the lexicon as like, that's no, what it's no. called. But you wasn't Billy I mean? Ray Cyrus before 94? Because I feel like he, he was. was all, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't. I don't think it was recognized by. I don't know who it takes to recognize. It would be like like, if your hairstyle, like we just called it the Jack, and like next year, but now it's just your hairstyle. It's like the word uh, "ain't" being put into the dictionary. You know, like people (laughs) were using that. Wasn't a word. So they may not have called it a mullet before then. I think they they did. I just don't think it was official. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there, there are you know special 
mentions of the mullet back in the 60s tom jones sporting it uh during his ed sullivan mm-hmm. show no. uh the 70s right? we've got david bowie rod stewart keith richards paul mccartney with wings which i'm oh. pretty sure was just his whole time that was a brutal mullet that was very uh, brutal and then of course all the way through what we know Kiefer sutherland really bringing it to the limelight with uh the lost boys one of mm-hmm. the most yeah. famous mullets of all yeah well I was mean... he bringing it to the limelight or was it Riggs, buddy come on was that mel gibson bringing it to the limelight let's be real so you do okay mick here we go <laughs> this shit's about to get real so you do acknowledge Riggs' hair as a mullet i acknowledge that it was stupid well, there's well, no debating it, that. Yeah. That's easy, guys. <laughs> Listen, when your best haircut comes in number four, I mean, let's be real. Uh, bro, when you can have it that feathered and glorious and flowing in the wind, come on. He was I fantastic. Do, I agree that it's not. it probably wasn't a mullet, but they did coin it a mullet. Because if you really look at it, it is a feathered type of hairstyle. Yeah. It's, it's it more is. thick and luxurious. But it's short it's and long in the back. Mm-hmm. Mullet esque. <laughs> I would yeah. just say long hair on him. You know, like a lot of no. I'm not taking that. I'm not giving that to everybody, and I'm not defending <laughs> Mel Gibson's hairstyle of the '80s. <laughs> I just it felt like like the picture you showed us of um, Patrick Swayze. That's mm-hmm. a mullet. But if you look at Roadhouse, mm-hmm. he's not sporting a mullet in that. No, that's like a thick uh, head of hair. Yeah. Now. You put too much gel on the sides, you're ridiculous, and you should be shot. <laughs> but, but that is a thing. I mean, that technically you can create a mullet. You don't have to shave it down. Yes. So you, can, yeah. you know, gel it down. Exactly. And Uncle turtlenecks are a proper choice in life. Right. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong, though. I mean, it's a, like, like we said before, a styled mullet. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't have mm-hmm. to be cut short, just made to just tamed with gel and hair hairspray keep that shit down make sure it's not tall at all and long in the back so i guess we need to know is it like a definitive is there like a line or is it like different degrees of mulletness like are you like a level one level two or is it like you you cross this line yeah i'm I'm digging this degrees of mulletdom yeah i dig it (laughs) if i could if i could talk to that point there are different degrees in my opinion there are acceptable mullets that can be feathered, kind of like the Patrick Swayze we said, and uh, the uh, Mel Gibson in the eighties. Uncle Jesse, and then mm-hmm. oh, I'm sorry, what was that? I just had to throw Uncle Jesse on that pile of feathered Uncle- mullets. Joey, but even then, I wouldn't so much call it a mullet. Well, the George Clooney had the same thing as Uncle Jesse. I think they were both mullets. Yeah, yeah. G- George Clooney's was George. a little tamer than mm. yeah, I would say, but maybe I'm wrong. But I have no respect for these men. With them. <laughs> because here's the here's the thing. I will say this about mullets. I hate that haircut, and it's an abomination on my eyes whenever I see it. Yeah. But if you're going full hog, wearing a mullet, and you're shaving it down, and that's just how you're rocking out, I've got more respect for you than the ones who feather it and then maybe put it down a little bit, and just like, oh, this is kind of the hairstyle right now. No. The timid you're mullet. You're not doing yeah. yeah. <laughs> so kind of the lower level we're saying then is more like the maybe the MacGyver. Yes. Well, what's the worst level of hell? Bill That's where the ninth ring? <laughs> That's what, if we're gonna do mullets, we have Billy to do Ray the nine Cyrus is his own level of hell. <laughs> he knows what he did. <laughs> well, I mean he rocked the most legit of all the mullets. Yeah. yeah. I mean yeah. that you could you could literally take up like 
tie up the back of his hair and it looks like a short haircut. Mm-hmm. You yeah. would never know. Yeah. Well, you guys are comic book geeks, right? Yeah. Same mm-hmm. as us. Not That's not mm-hmm. disparaging in any way. Oh, yeah, we're all here. So when after Superman's death, when he returned, yeah, right oh, yeah. what kind of hairstyle did he have? Yep, he had a mullet. Was that a mullet, or was that just long hair? Well, now see, I think I think that goes back to the degrees of mullet. I think that's like somewhere like I don't know, maybe like an Uncle Jesse esque. It, it had an Uncle Jesse look for an animated, you know, drawing or a cartoon or whatever. But um, you know, he just came back from the dead. If he's got time to think about styling his <laughs> hair, you know, pulling his long hair back behind his ears and making it look away, then I don't know. I, I mean, think I think it's a mullet. Maybe he well, just had an afro and just flew really fast to get there and just kind of straightened it. Yeah, straightened it straight back. Just back. <laughs> well, well, then what in the world was Bishop's excuse from the X Men? Because he was no, rocking don't. a mullet. No, no. we <laughs> let Bishop go because he's from the future and we don't know how hard it was. <laughs> but you know how Cable scary too. that is. I mean, we were just talking about well, the last time we talked on uh, episode four twelve, and if you guys haven't heard that one, you might want to listen to that one before you listen to this one. <laughs> but um, I had said on that episode that uh, how scary it is to see the mullet coming back around, <laughs> and now there's a mutant that's coming back from the future to let us know that it's still around yeah, and it's doing not leaving. very, very well for itself. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just yeah. too easy. It's too simple to take care of. If you can just shave down the sides yeah. of your head and be like, done out good to go that's he's not down for that convenience yeah, because man. the sides of the hair is the problem when your, your hair is messy well, absolutely have you seen rob it Lowe? is yeah. <laughs> that, that was a mullet that was a mullet yeah. that was the beautiful mullet it was his, one of the pretty mullets his young 16 year old mistress that was tied up in the bedroom oh no that was madonna she was tied up the mis- the 16 year old just went in with him She'd Say what? What are you talking about? What? what? what are you talking is happening? Do you not know the story of Rob Lowe in the eighties? No, the no. story of Rob Lowe in the eighties. I mean, I like, know there was oh always a lot of shit about him, but I never really yeah, knew. I, what, I always like what assumed it was. it was like drugs and stuff. I feel like this yeah, is like, like the rest of them. The Richard Gere uh, of the nineties. Was he, he saxophone he, playing? He and another guy had two sixteen-year-old girls in a hotel room, and they filmed it and everything. They, they went all in, and nothing ever came of it. Wow, they've tried so hard. Oh, <laughs> fucking R. Kelly in it, man. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Wow. Well, that but was an interesting turn. There was no... <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Which also tells us you can't trust the mullet. This is hey. just the overarching mm. story. Mullet equals villain. That's Yeah. <laughs> the tied-up story was uh, Madonna, Sean Penn tied up Madonna and abused her. That was the one I meant. I got him mixed up. It was the 80s. A lot of things were happening. Mullets everywhere. A lot going everywhere. on. Mm-hmm. Coke and mullets. What a dangerous mix, man. Speaking of the 80s, I mean, that's Andre Agassi. Leads us to another great mullet. That's one of my favorite mullets, the sports mullet. The one where they do actually just shave down the sides around the ears, and that's it. It's done. I guess it makes sense for an athlete, you know? Now, if we're Mm -hmm. talking sports mullets, would you consider Larry Bird? Oh, yeah. No. No, Birdman had a good one for a minute. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I I got to look this up. I don't ever remember him having a mullet. Long hair. I don't understand the mustache look. Exactly. He had that feathered mullet look, but but the mustache drew everyone's attention away. He had the entry level mullet. He had like the, you know, the the, the starter (laughs) kit. We're not talking like expert level. Okay. I stand corrected. He did. He did. He had the mullet. Mullet 101. 
Now. Oh wow! Look at that. Oh, he did it. Well, I guess he did, huh? And then I think Hulk Hogan yeah. for a little bit too. I mean, he's oh, always yeah. Uh, hair. Uh, you're, you're, you have oh, to have man. hair on the top <laughs> for it to count as a mullet. <laughs> Just because you wear a bandana doesn't mean we're going to pretend with you. There's probably a couple of hairs there. It's probably not straight bald. Oh, calm it down, Terry. Okay, all right, all right. Sid vicious then. Oh, that was a curly was mullet. A that mullet. thing was brutal. That yeah. was a horrible mullet. Nobody with curly hair should ever try a mullet. I don't know. Mario Lopez did the old AC Slater. That's a classic. Yeah, and, yeah, he did. And you know what? He sucks. So <laughs> see, that's a great mullet. It's a wonderful mullet. It's not a great mullet. It's not a great. Their mullets. They look like they would padded. They would protect their heads. They don't need helmets because there's enough spring <laughs> function with that hair. Yeah. Especially Marky Slater. Post. His hair was so curly. Yeah, it looked like all kind of padding in there. I mean, it was like Brillo pad, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. That was a mane. That wasn't a mullet. Yeah, no. man. Going back to sports, there was uh, what's his name, McMahon, the Bears quarterback. He was huge. Oh, Jim McMahon. Yep. Jim oh, McMahon. Absolutely yeah. part of the and Super Bowl shuffle. What, yep. uh, what's, his, what's, what's his name? Uh, uh, he played. St- he played in that movie Stone Cold. Brian um, Bosnell Bosworth. or something. Oh, Bosworth. yeah, Bosworth. Yeah, the Boz. Um, yeah, he uh, the Boz. Yeah, that's what it was. That movie is so stupid, and I love it. Um, <laughs> it's so dumb. But if you ever watch that, watch the uh, Rift Tracks version. It's a thousand times better. Oh, I can imagine. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that that was a horrible mullet. Uh, here's Another a fun one. mullet. The fact that the mullet is a unisex thing. It's it's the most you know equal haircut that anyone can have, and it's yeah, it looks terrible on everyone. By Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, oh. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? When she was rocking her mullet, that was the time in like women's fashion when the. They'd wear like blazers with those great big like puffy shoulders. Yes, yes. I think about Paula Poundstone. It looked like a linebacker. <laughs> yeah. with those huge outfits. Murphy <laughs> like, Brown. Oversized. Yes. I mean, they're pretty much going for the gozer look at that point. Yeah. What about early Rosie O'Donnell? She had kind of a mullet going. Ooh, it was pretty long yeah. in the back yep. before she gained all the weight yep. and stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, she absolutely did. And then remember Scarlett Johansson for a little bit. Had mm-hmm. that dirty mullet in the early 2000s yep. when that yep. was a thing. I don't know. You what guys that was are tearing about. through my game. Well, it's not even a game. I just had a bunch of pictures and you guys were tearing. How about, how about, didn't Kristen how about when Chuck Norris too? ruined his life with his yes. mullet? No, he didn't. Come on. He okay. got, to, now, he got Walker, Texas we Ranger. Gotta, uh, okay. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Last time we spoke about mullets, Mick, you said that Chuck did not have mullet. I sat he here did. and fought you. I, I agree. I agree. I don't think I, he had a mullet in one movie, in my opinion. Oh, that's Everything right. Else was Hellbound. Like here. Hellbound. Yeah. He went whole hog, slicked back hair, long down to, to here, and screw him. Would that be a mullet if it's all slicked back like that, though? Because if it's all the same length, Again, I mean, just like it's a mullet. Of that one's a mullet. I'm with that Randy. One is, it's a mullet. There's no way around it. He so you could it. almost say John Wick is a mullet, then, because it's all long and it, it's no, back, even though it's slick, down around the sides but his he, slicked backness doesn't uh stop like at the back of the head and just then puff out everywhere he slicks it all the way back so it looks there's like a sheen to it. it's very slick chuck norris was slicked back to the back of his head and then whew, oh, okay who let the dogs out on that <laughs> like yeah just, his went floofy and then you've got like you know the carol brady that just slides oh, all the way God. down the flip in the back i mean that's a strong one that's, that's one of the... all jeremy's prep work just went right out the window 
Who I literally have that, pictures uh, of Scarlett Johansson, Hulk Hogan, and Carol Brady <laughs> ready to send you guys. <laughs> but I'll be damned if I'm we're not on doing this. Now. You, you guys you got us in bullets, bro. We you don't... came to the first of all. You guys have a show that's well put together, and you've been doing it for years. And then you're like, let's invite these guys on, <laughs> whose whole persona is embrace absurdity. And you're like, let's talk about mullets. We know what we're talking about. That's the one thing we know. Like, That's why I said it. You, you guys are smart with the interviews. You guys are smart with the topics. We know mullets. You're in our house now. Yeah. Welcome. We're like Lorenzo Lamas and Renegade, bro. Like literally nobody, they can listen to our show as much as they want, and they're never going to find out. And they're never going to learn anything like they will on this episode because we know mullets. That's I guess. Damn. I thought I'd have an upper hand in this conversation. I was wrong. I learned my place fast. See, I had uh, Kurt Russell in Big Trouble in Little China. I was going to say, was Kurt Russell right? in See? the 80s, pretty much, I think. I think he always pretty much had one. Most of the 80s, yeah. He yeah. definitely, clearly, I, I found a picture from 89 where you can see that completely cut on the side and just full, mm. like the feather up top, and then that beautiful flow in the, the back. Oh, it's fantastic. Oh, it's yeah. a glorious mullet. His, is, yeah. his was always great. It wasn't, it was never bad looking. Not like no, the Billy Ray Cyrus. He, that they can really be like modern art, can't they? Oh, mm. yeah. Absolutely. Because, it's a sculpturing thing. <laughs> because his mullet was by design. He combed his hair into a mullet, but when his hair wasn't combed, like Tango and Cash, mm. or um, uh, like like Big Trouble in Little China, you could tell it's slicked back. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then you have a Tango and Cash, or you have uh, um, some of the other movies that he was in, like uh, Escape from New York and things like that. It's not a mullet; it's just a full mane of hair. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so I think that's why, like, he was slick with his mullet. He knew if it was, he knew that was going to go out of style fast. Which it was never actually in style. It was only celebrities had a club where they were like, let's wear mullets. He's just riding the, riding the edge of it. Yeah, whoever could actually, they, they bet whoever could stick out the mullet with the longest would win whatever the prize pool was. Michael Bolton, actually, I think, was number two. Held yeah. down to it for a while. Mm -hmm. Well, can I ask you guys this? You, you all watch Stranger Things, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what's his name? Joel McCreary, mm -hmm. who plays uh, Steve? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Would you call that a mullet? I would call that the Farrah Fawcett. Yeah. That to it, me is what a lot of 80s actors had. Yeah. Yeah. Was that style. And even like uh, Billy from Stranger Things. Yeah. To me, yeah, that's Billy, not a mullet. Yeah. It's like a hairband yeah. type of uh, hairstyle. I feel yeah, like but Jean Claude Van Damme had that as well. That yeah. was a really similar style. So. Go watch Hard Target and tell me you had that too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I was trying to remember what movie it was that he was he had his in. I yeah, feel like those are like the non-committal mullets. Like, you know, we're going to hop on the bandwagon, but, you know, we're, we're just not going to put ourselves out there that much. It's like people who wear, like, clip-on earrings and shit. Like, they don't want to commit <laughs> and actually get the piercing. You know? Exactly. <laughs> don't go all the way. That was the Let temporary you, tattoo of the mullet. There you go. <laughs> the, yes! worst, the worst mullet in history. And anybody who wore it probably died of a, of a really bad disease because they deserved it. Is... <laughs> The really short hair on top, and then the the wavy like you went mm. out and you curled your hair yeah. and it was long, like crimped. Like I was gonna say, it. get the crimpers out. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and that's that to me are the ones who you know God was like, you're gone. Real. Quick. <laughs> I feel like there were a lot of wrestlers that wore that look. <laughs> oh yeah, most Absolutely. of them. Absolutely. I give wrestlers a pass. 
I give wrestlers a pass. When you live on the road like that, especially back in the territory days, mm, fair. You ain't getting a haircut. You're not. You're making nothing, and you have to travel from city to city. You're just gonna <laughs> kind of be like, whatever works, man. <laughs> Maybe if it was a sloppy mullet, but those were like styled mullets, like care and preparation. There was love in those mullets. You could see it <laughs> radiating was, off their heads. It wasn't was like I didn't have was... time to cut my hair, and this is what happened. Exactly. That's because there was only like two people who would do actual hair on the road and they would pay for it with like drugs and everything else. So they took time <laughs> taking care and doing work on those. <laughs> so, We're looking at you, Shawn people... Michaels. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Did people who tell me... Or no? No, Bret Hart just had really long hair. Mm. Don't mess with Bret Hart. No, we're not. We're not I don't know. I think he did too. Best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. Amen, brother. <laughs> Listen, but he didn't have a. Movie. I love it. I think he and we're did. all wrestling fans here. But anybody who tries to tell me CTE doesn't exist and then <laughs> doesn't think back at the fact that the one gimmick of a hair of a, of a barber, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, mm-hmm. and he had a mullet, they're not in their right minds. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Nick, I'm going to issue you a challenge here. Mm-hmm. Think, and I can't think of anybody, but any politicians from the 80s that were rocking a mullet? Boy, that were would politicians... be from the 80s specifically. Um, or early I mean, 90s. I'd say at all, man. I, can I can't say think of a single politician. Was a politician actually I can actually think of one enough. politician, but it was in the 80s. Okay. It was for the 2016 election, who sported a mullet. And that's uh, the Tiger King. Oh, oh fair. Yeah. Jack still needs to watch that. Nah, I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> it's over now. It's done. I will say it was entertaining. It was. It was a train wreck of a dumpster. You can't fire. help but be like, really? <laughs> There's people like that out there? Questioning the whole time. Really? Um, I can't think of anybody who had a mullet uh, politician wise. No. I mean, maybe some that grew afterwards, but not while they're in. Finally, the shackles of politics are off. Let's grow this mullet. <laughs> Don't get a lot of respect being a politician. Be one with a mullet. Because those people aren't going to get nothing. <laughs> you imagine trying to like be so like fucking professional <laughs> and like while having crimped hair halfway down your back? <laughs> Joe Dirt running for office. <laughs> <laughs> So oh, to, there's a former it. politician, Tony Blair, the former prime minister of England, sports a mullet. Seriously? Does he now? I, he didn't yeah. used to. Yeah. Wow. This is current. He looks oh. ridiculous. <laughs> no doubt. Well, that's, that's why, why uh, Michael is not prime minister anymore, so he can just let it go. Exactly. He reminds me of the bad guy in Briscoe County Jr. now. <laughs> Billy Dra- you show. leave Billy Drago alone. <laughs> he didn't have a mullet. When I was Googling today, uh, mullets, you know how Google will come up with like the most common questions, ask about the word you typed in or whatever. It said, will one a of, mullet get me arrested? Um, there's actually parts of the world where it can. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I, I promise. <laughs> yeah, there's right parts where it can get you out of jail. So it's both ways. No. <laughs> the right parts of the world will arrest you for a mullet. Really? Because I think one of them was Iran. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Well, they'll rush you for anything there, so. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But it's exactly. A- it's not about the mullet. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to uh, copy and read this to you guys because this was too funny. The question I clicked on was, what does a mullet haircut represent? And then right under it was a awesome picture of Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> and it says, whether you were metal or country, yuppie or punk, 
jock or biker, the mullet was a mainstay of hairdos, typically signifying fun and flamboyancy. It said to, it said to the world, hey, I party and I enjoy riding in open top cars. <laughs> Who wrote that shit? <laughs> I don't know, but it's true. <laughs> it's, business in the front, right. party in the back. I want to see the asshole who does business in the back and party in the front. Like, finally. <laughs> I want to see what that looks like. I mean, hilarious is the buzz back of your head. <laughs> just I, 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 seriously, I just need to... I, I, we need to put an end to this hairstyle. I can't believe it's still... And you know what it is? It's the irony that young people are wearing it today. And they're just like, yeah, this was all the rage back in the day. Well, as long as you really have wasn't. hockey players and different sports players, that athletes will always get away with this this hairstyle. So, but you know what else really brought it back too was a, a comedian uh, Theo Vaughn. Mm. Like he rocks one hell Ugh. of a mullet. But that yes, dude is so fucking funny and so cool that I don't even care. <laughs> it's a strange thing. I find myself I, like in moments where I'm like I don't care about the mullet. You know? <laughs> he is funny. I will agree with you, and I don't mind. I like his podcast, but mm-hmm. that's never. It just I can't. I can't watch him because of his hair. It's a it's great ridiculous. thing. I don't understand the mullet is fantastic. I think it's a beautiful thing, and like it's a sculpture. It's a work of art. There's so many things you can do with it, and it represents so much. Where's it's, your it's mullet? Fantastic. Oh, it's under here. Oh, <laughs> you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here first. The scene snobs are breaking up. Whoa. Oh. Whoa. All right, look, I'll put a stripe down the middle, all right? That way I'll it's different. Go. He's just got to convert it to a mohawk. I think they good. call that a skunk mullet. Exactly. Oh, I was just going to call it Mad Max. Oh, survive. Okay, that works too. <laughs> so how long in the back does it have to be before it's classified as a mullet? Two and past the shoulders, I'd say. Think so? I, but not no I, I no because i've seen people who have it halfway down their neck and i'd be like mm-hmm. mullet see as like long as it's bushy it's a volume thing i think it's how much you have back there mm-hmm. so because you can keep trimming it up along that neckline but if you can continue to build it out and really get a good poof going I mean, if that's you can a run your fingers level. through it i would say there you go yeah does that sound fair i think that's fair Absolutely. well depends on the part the back i mean yeah that that i mean if as long as it's long enough i would say to about here uh, uh about here maybe just under the ears and longer because you have to have that girth of hair there. yeah you got to be able to do this maybe even tease it <laughs> yeah yeah agree. There's, there's got to be a flip thing going <laughs> like macgyver like macgyver's hair. yeah <laughs> you know, like he had it short and it was kind of feathered at the the bottom. Bowie's hang down wasn't girthy. Oh boy, that sounded bad. His hair, <laughs> his, his hair. I mean, it most like certainly was. Right? Yeah. No, we're not talking his front trunk. We all saw that in Ziggy Stardust. We all know by the labyrinth and tight pants. <laughs> but, but absolutely, you're right. It's that thinner sort of almost. He's got the inverse. Uh, Carol Brady. So where hers goes down and flips up, his kind of just yeah. swoops forward and in yeah. and out. Yeah. But but he's definitely mulleted because it's mulletized on the sides. Oh, yeah. He was not mulleted, actually. Oh. Stardust was Ziggy. mulleted. Stardust was mulleted. You're right. You're yeah. right. It was mm-hmm. not David Bowie. It was Ziggy. My bad. Oh, total sorry. different people. 
<laughs> well, I meant Chris Gaines, not Garth Brooks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that brilliant guy. Oh, soul patches. That's the next thing we're bringing up. <laughs> no, 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 no. I got a bone of soul, patch. soul patches. <laughs> if you have a mullet, a soul patch, or a turtleneck, you and play a bass. <laughs> well, depends on who the bassist is. If In you, the church band at that. Yeah. If you have all those, you're probably wearing a man bun right now. Yes, you are. What the fuck is that about? <laughs> I feel attacked. This is like a short ponytail. It's not a man bun. You don't wear it on the top like a... Oh, no. That was the dick back on the Dracula. <laughs> Creating a new meme. <laughs> uh, I want to ask that don't they have those apps like AI art I want to describe the person uh, Mick was just talking about mullet in a turtleneck with a soul patch and see what it comes up with <laughs> some jazz pianist from you know like what? 1993 if Josh is listening he has he's very uh, savvy with those things Josh can you whip that up for us <laughs> yeah. that would be amazing and then we'll, put, we'll put it on social media yeah, he's got access to the good AI art stuff yeah he does Oh, wow. So if you guys are, are big fans of the mullet, who would you say had the most luxurious mullet? Or at least the most famous? Most famous would have to be Michael Bolton, wouldn't you say? I mean... That's exactly who I was thinking. It has so to be. I can't yeah. think yeah. of anyone else that mm-hmm. was like more known. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you... When someone said Michael Bolton, you're like, oh, the mullet. Yeah, the musician with the mullet. Oh, fuck, he does music? I thought he just had the mullet, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, seeing him come out with Lonely Island was actually really wild, too, because he yeah. didn't have a mullet. Yeah. I didn't know who he was. Yeah, that was a huge change, especially hearing his voice and then seeing him without the mullet. He's like, who the a... fuck is that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I still just hear him with the mullet. <laughs> <laughs> you can still hear the mullet. He sounds so much different with his hair short. <laughs> I don't understand it. He's lost pounds off his head. It's not right. <laughs> it took that big a toll on how uh, on your interpretation of this person that you thought his voice changed just because he cut his hair. He just doesn't sound the same. He only cut his hair. Oh, because when he had the mullet, you just staring at it, and all you hear is it just sounds like Charlie Brown's teacher. It's just the weight, the way the hair pulls your head back that lets you be able to project this. He could open up exactly. Metallica went through it too. It's a whole thing. Okay, scienced. Just play along with this, Mick. But playing off that. If any modern celebrity were to grow out a mullet, who do you think could pull it off? Nobody. Yeah. That is my legitimate answer. Not one per Miley Cyrus had one for a little while. She did. Yep. Oh my but god. She had the, I'm not she even had the bothering with my folder of mullets. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I, I I just it's not remember Rihanna. I don't know. Haircut. Rihanna was fine with it. I liked Rihanna's. Mm-mm. No, no? sorry. What yeah. a fan? I'm not. No, I'm, I'll never be a fan of that stupid haircut. No, I'd like to see I NPH bring it back. I think Ugh. Neil Patrick Harris should get the Doogie Howser again. No, that, that's yeah. borderline mullet, though, to me, I yeah. think, because that, well, that was the I don't think it was long enough. It was there that was a, almost hermit. Yeah. The, where it's a helmet made of hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's the step before a full on mullet. Yeah. Where's <laughs> hermit? I will say this, you know, did pull it off a little bit, a little bit in the 80s is Dolph Lundgren and Masters of the Universe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What For some movie? reason, it, it worked be. in that movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, it worked perfectly in that movie. He Man definitely had to have a mullet. Well, they couldn't give him that like Prince Valiant haircut <laughs> no. shit. Like that would look <laughs> stupid on the big screen, you know? Did it Schwarzenegger for having a mullet? 
No, no, I don't think his yeah, his hair never so, went long. He enough. had I long think, hair in Conan, but it was it, yeah. yeah, but yeah, that wasn't a mullet. Just long hair. I think yeah. John Claude was the was the most famous mullet of all the action stars of the eighties, nineties. No, Didn't... Mel Gibson. Hard Target, yeah. bro. You're telling me Hard Target is not the first mullet you think of. You think Mel Gibson before the Hard Target one? There was like wow. four Lethal Weapon. Movies. Yeah, no, I definitely think no. Mel Gibson. But did did Sly? Didn't he do a movie where he was like doing arm wrestling? Didn't he have a mullet uh, in, in Rambo no, short. or Commando? One of those over two the movies. top. Yeah, over the top. That. Thank you. No, no, Rambo I just my head backwards. It's like a switch. Yeah, didn't Rambo have a mullet? Mm-hmm. Rambo had a mullet. Well, Rambo two definitely had a mullet. Okay. Like, a Charlie, Charlie Sheen in uh, Hot Shots. Oh, he emulated yeah. that same one. I, so it's, I'm gonna send a picture, and I'm. You tell me if this is a mullet. I don't think this is a mullet. Now, in yes, Charlie Sheen in Hot Shots was a mullet, trying to be this, and this is from number two. Oh no, this is from number three. Sorry, um, but it's the same haircut. I'm looking at all of them. I want you guys to take a look at that and tell me that if that's a mullet or not. I don't is see the MacGyver that as a mullet. picture. No, it's the. I just sent the Rambo one. Oh. I do love the MacGyver though. The Richard Dean Anderson, that is a strong mullet because it's okay. it's a business mullet. Yeah, that's a mullet. Yeah. That's not a mullet. So. That's There's like no, if it's Jerry not Seinfeld just let go of his, his hair. <laughs> that's what it would look like. I don't and know. It, it looks like it's all the same hair. length. It just To me, that's like a metal type of haircut. I mean, think about where your hair, you know, stops on the ba- bottom of the back of your head. Well, the back's a little bit. And that bit shit's longer, on his but... shoulders. Yeah, but he's got like that like Poof in the front, like it comes down. You, you know who it reminds me of from Queen? What's his name? The guitarist. What's that? Brian May. Brian May. It oh, reminds yeah. me of Brian May's haircut, and that's not a mullet. That's just a no. Big, he's like, just got big hair. Yeah. Hair. Yeah. Yeah, and he about... would just put the sweatband on, and it would tighten it. But you're right. Yeah. There's a bunch of hair bands in the '80s that could really, really just ride that borderline of is it a mullet or do you just have big hair? What about Jerry Seinfeld, though? Like, now that that's oh. on the table, like, would you say his his hair in that show? Not the whole show, but no, there were sometimes. some seasons where it was kind of long in the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what time. I was asking, because, I mean, if it's past your color, then it would be a mullet. But I don't his was never that long. No, it was that but, was more of just a longer hairstyle, in my opinion. But it was damn close to being a mullet. That's for sure. Yeah, he it went back and forth. There were some seasons that that was definitely a mullet. Not yeah. every year. What about something? <laughs> well, yeah, she, she had, had the big seasons. hair wall in the front of her head for most of the time, but yeah, I later, don't know. Later seasons, it wasn't, but those first few seasons, I want to say early on when she had that curly hair, I just it, I didn't find her like attractive in that way, like that hairstyle. She was in her later right hair now. or her or her early her hair. later straightened hair. I was like, oh my god, is this are the same you person? kidding me? I loved her straight hair. No, I I loved it. Yeah, I loved it in the later seasons. The early season, the the hairstyle that Jack's talking about, the big wall. Yeah, I was not a fan of. Oh no, no, I'm saying that's what I'm saying. I didn't find it attractive until she straightened there. That was that same era of like Ellen and everyone. They feathered out the fronts and all that. Yeah. Uh, Who was it? Christine Chapel from Wings. That, that was not a mullet. That character, no, but I'm just thinking about the oh, biggest man. move I can think of. That full, that tease. I'm telling you, Marky Post made that. Marky Post popular. was big with the tease, yep. yeah. Uh, I Night might Court. have to give that to Casey. I mean, or no, I'm thinking, what was the girl, the woman in Night Court? Marky Post. Yeah, Marky Post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That was a mullet. Yeah. Yeah, she had yeah, a mullet. That was yes. a mullet. 100%. Okay. 
was Arsenio Hall rocking one, or was that just like a... I feel like that he was, but I can't think of when he did. But I, feel I like remember he his did. Flat, top. flat top. Yeah, the yeah, flat top was a big deal. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think it ever got long in the back. That's not a mullet. You don't think that's a mullet? I don't know. Oh yeah, the Seinfeld. That's a mullet. No, it's one hundred percent a mullet. See, to me, that's just longer hair. Like, because it's all like with his mullet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have a mullet. What's the deal What's with my the mullet? Deal? Why is there always a mullet? Everyone's complaining about the mullet. Why What's the deal with women hair? running and hiding every time I wear my mullet? <laughs> and why does the party have to be in the back? <laughs> Listen, Jerry. You're gonna you're not... love it, Jerry. <laughs> Listen, Jerry. You're not getting Terry Hatcher with a mullet unless you're Kurt Russell. So. <laughs> You know, one thing I found today when doing research is in Australia, there's actually a festival dedicated to the mullet called Mullet Fest. Hell yeah, let's Whoa. go. And there's all oh. different categories of mullets that you can enter into, like to like be judged like fucking livestock at a fair, I guess. <laughs> I got my blue ribbon. <laughs> so so what like you're the... saying is that's where we need to point the missiles. Whoa. I would say yes. point myself there, because imagine going to a mullet fest in Australia. Nothing bad could happen I mean, shit, there. That, Nothing, that, yeah. Does that go down like the dog shows that they always play like on freaking Thanksgiving around here? Or? That's Westminster's. That would be fun. Oh, yeah, <laughs> if they just start running around in a circle, like <laughs> flipping their mullet. <laughs> they have an official mullet club where they're like, no, no, I'm sorry, but it doesn't meet our standards. You won't be able to enter this year. <laughs> the weight and the definition seem to be a little off. Pretentious judges walk out with clipboards and are like they're measuring <laughs> lengths and the top sides and back. They have little like tapes. <laughs> and I'm they not. each have ridiculous like stylized mullets with like stuff on the side going all the way around coming down they're the ones that have the party in the front and business yes. in the back it's like, like <laughs> fucking different categories like in the short top category yeah. <laughs> seriously though i mean there was like a youth mullet there was uh like teenagers uh mm-hmm. then there was uh guys over 50 then there was particular kinds of mullets there was the fake mullet competition which i thought of you mick because you know again it doesn't have to be which you seem to be much more lenient on your policies now than you were in episode 412. You were very, uh, very not strict. Not much. I'm just allowing. <laughs> the, the therapy is helping. <laughs> Results. I anger. <laughs> but I was on hey, the you guys red- know who was the best part of Uncharted? Mark Wahlberg. You sick bastard. Oh, he should man. have had a mullet in that. And it Sorry, I love I love Uncharted, and we've been going back and forth over this one because it's a wonderful movie, and everything's great about it except Mark Wahlberg. The man he didn't have a mullet. Act. He needed a mustache, not a mullet. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Is that the movie? No, I just saw I saw yeah. a picture. Yeah, yes, yeah. I saw a picture of him with a mullet, Mark Wahlberg, because I'm looking through, and it said Uncharted star, and I'm like, he didn't have a mullet in that. Uh, <laughs> and he, I was gonna say he didn't, did he? No, no, he had no hair. Yeah. He should have, is what I'm saying. <laughs> you know who I want to see with the mullet, though? I want to see the older actors now. The ones who are just like, ah, screw it, like they Tom Hanks. Fuck. Exactly. <laughs> Tom, <laughs> Hanks. <laughs> Tom Hanks could pull it off and nobody would say shit about it. Tom Give me Hanks a Lucy is a Lawless national one. treasure mullet or no. Well, mm-hmm. fuck, Tim Allen did in Home Improvement. 
Actually, he motor Hermit. I think he was Hermity, wasn't he? Hermit. I don't put <laughs> Tim Allen and Tom Hanks on any kind of a scale together. Like, <laughs> they both because they the acted same together. Toy story. Yeah. Well, they did a I mean, movie Tim together. Tim Allen and Tom Hanks who wouldn't quit together. <laughs> I'm sure Tom Hanks's check was way bigger <laughs> yeah. than Tim Allen's. <laughs> I don't know about that. They might they might have been very close because when they started that, Tim Allen was just as big of a star. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the number one. He was also home improvement popularity. Yeah, Yeah. I would love to investigate that. Actually, I'll have to do that later. Let's call him. (laughs) Right, (laughs) on the line. (laughs) It's Tom Hanks. So, uh, Tim, why were you so stupid to have a mullet? First question. (laughs) One of the things they had at that festival, like merchandise-wise, you could get T-shirts, koozies, and stuff that had like a silhouette of a dude rocking an awesome mullet. But you could get a like an '80s like workout headband. And on oh, the back yeah. of it had curly hair that came down. Yes. So if you didn't have a real mullet, dude, all you had to do was throw that thing on and you were in the club. <laughs> you know, that's the way to do it. Live vicariously through the fake mullet. Yeah. Hey, you know, what if oh, you're like... Jada Pickett Smith and you can't grow a mullet? That's, mm. you know, that's what you got to do. Right. Except she probably careful. Like, more, like, come punch more like Hulk Hogan. With her <laughs> with she, you, you need to keep her name out of your mouth. <laughs> Bring it, Will. I don't give so a Will's fuck gonna about rise your up Oscar. out of nowhere and slap us all. I give a fuck about your your notoriety and your Oscar, Will. I love that. I love that Eddie Murphy called him on it again. He made fun of him last night at the Golden Globes. Did he really? Yeah, yeah. during his acceptance speech, he goes, "There's a blueprint for making it in the industry," and he goes, "Pay your taxes, uh, mind your own business, and keep Will Smith's wife's name out of here." <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Oh, that's uh, awesome. You know who had a great mullet in the movie? Uh, you know Brian Thompson, right? Uh, he was in uh, Cobra. He was the bad guy in Cobra. Mm. He, he was on Buffy. Buffy, yeah. Uh, like three different monsters on Buffy. Star um, Trek. He's been all kinds of stuff. He's been in everything. Yeah. Uh, he, did you ever see Joe Dirt? Another mullet. Yeah. Funny enough. Yeah. He was the one to play Buffalo Bill. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Picture him. Yeah. He kind of looked. He was in uh, Terminator. He was the one that Arnold takes his clothes from. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, it was Bill Paxton, Brian Thompson, and yeah, um, he was in a movie called Miracle Mile with Anthony Edwards, and he had the most like he was like a gym guy, and he had the spandex and everything, and then he had like the red, white, and blue bandana, like you were talking about, and then the mullet on him. I give it to him. It was luxurious. It, That's what I'm going to use. It's, 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 you were mesmerized. <laughs> <laughs> Which is another great movie. If you guys haven't seen it, you should definitely check it out. What's it called? One more time. Miracle Mile. Anthony Miracle Edwards Mile. Um, gets a phone call on a payphone uh, from some random uh, missile silo saying they've launched, they've launched. It's eminent in like I don't know, three hours or something or an hour or whatever. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's 44 minutes is what it was. You have 44 minutes and Los Angeles is going to be gone. <laughs> and it's just him trying to find his girlfriend during that time to get out of Los Angeles. That's what I'd be doing. Not. Right? Yeah. <laughs> she can find her own way out. <laughs> I've got limited time. What do you expect? Yeah. Any ladies out there want to hook up with Jack, just send an email to Candare Podcast. <laughs> Hashtag show us your cans. Take 44 minutes to get out of LA. If it's rush hour, even. <laughs> Jesus. He may tolerate your mullet, but you're on your own when the apocalypse comes. <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> Self preservation. Now there's an eHarmony page. Right. <laughs> That's exactly how you said it. You know, it I've off. got a profile picture we can use for that. <laughs> <laughs> likes mullets, dislikes looking for you. 
It's <laughs> <laughs> like saving your life. Don't worry about that, that picture. I'll grow one. It might I'll be my it. eHarmony. No, you won't. Yeah, I will. You won't be coming in here if you do. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just put a microphone you, out the window and you can just stay <laughs> <Yeah>. on. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to need a couple weeks off the show. You'll be surprised when I come back. I got flipping to do. <laughs> Stay in there. All right, Mickey Casey, I got one. I got one question for you guys. Well, Jack's flipping his imaginary locks over here. I'm enjoying it actually. <laughs> you might like it. A cool breeze in the summertime. Top five mullet movies. Ooh, why would you do this? Well, uh. I can I can help everybody out really quick. Um, Lethal weapon one through four, so we just need a fifth. <laughs> yeah. You didn't have a mullet in four, you don't get Bingo. that. Bingo. It's only say? one through three. Yeah, yeah the short hair in four. Oh, damn it. Okay, mm. we just need two. I still did a lot um, of your work for you. Uh, I'm actually going hard target. There's no okay. way I can't. He punches a snake, and that mullet is just too powerful. So I'm in. <laughs> That's All right, his so hair in number. that movie is so short and in trimmed, except for the back, and it's all poofy yep. and curly. So his, mm. yeah, his, I would have to... Sp- that's your number five i'm gonna go big trouble in china let's do that as number four we'll do combined classic um okay what's your number three kids uh lost boys these are in no particular order by the way these are just no these are just just yeah Yeah, but lost boys has to be i mean first of all you got vampires secondly you've got mullets thirdly you've got star i'm good and now, is this argument. limited to mm. movies? What? Is this limited to movies or uh, TV shows in the mix Wherever here, too? Wherever a mullet may roam. We're in the age of streaming. <laughs> throw streaming out there. So you know what? If you're, if you're on your way to Australia for this mullet convention, you can prep for it, you know? <laughs> or if you're heading to Swansboro, North Carolina, where they have a mullet festival as well. <laughs> I mean, Bowie and Labyrinth. Bowie and Labyrinth. Anything Bowie. That's a great one, yeah. Anything Bowie. Okay. That's um, like other world mullet. That's mystical <laughs> mullet. All right. Get it right. Yeah. <laughs> Have we ever seen a mullet in the Star Wars universe? Oh. I would love to see a mullet in a galaxy far, far away. Ah, did Poe have a mullet? No. Chewbacca. No. Chewbacca had a mullet. <laughs> He's just a walking mullet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's only business up front and only party in the back. <laughs> I'd like to think. I think I did it wrong. I'd like to think that Emperor Palpatine in his younger days had a mullet, and then everybody made fun of him. That's why he turned evil. That's that's absolutely. It was, it was the common thing in Naboo. That's yeah. what they did. Everybody just had mullets. Obi Wan in the Clone Wars. Oh, you're oh, right. Yeah, that's a hell 100%. of a mullet. Yeah. Did he have a mullet? Was it a yeah, mullet yeah, or just long hair? Oh, come on, no, dude. He had the Jesus Look mullet. It up. <laughs> Episode I mean... two, Obi Wan mullet. Yeah, because he he cut it and uh, yeah. Revenge of the Sith, right? It was shorter then. But yes. it was it was real yeah. long in the Clone Wars. And what about Anakin's hair in Revenge of the Sith? I mean, he was he was long in the back almost to the shoulders. It was still uh, long. Was, I don't know. Wait, a Wait a second. Wait a second. Yeah. What you're telling me is if Obi-Wan Kenobi's hair in Attack of the Clones was a mullet, then what you're saying is Jesus Christ had a mullet. <laughs> oh wow, man. <laughs> and and that's that's not right. That's sacrilegious. I feel like the Christian coalition against Candare should speak up. <laughs> I didn't realize you already built that. That was quick, buddy. <laughs> I've never seen a picture of Christ with a mullet. We got it started after episode 412. 
Well, there's that meme that goes around every year that's, remember yeah, what we think. celebrate Christmas, and it's a picture of Obi-Wan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah. There was somebody you know, that said, love that one. That somebody framed a picture of Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan and they thought it was Jesus. And put it yeah. up in place of Jesus, and <laughs> their mother still thought it was a picture of Christ. I know, I know my two terrible moments. My two most terrible mullets in movies. That is Tom Berenger's hair in Major League. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. okay. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Didn't and Corbin Alex Burnson Winter's hair. Alex Winter's hair in The Lost Boys. No, don't you even touch that. That was a beautiful. Don't you mullet. give that, that up? That was a no. magnificent, no. beautiful, You're... curly mullet. Can we, can we oh. eject him from this, please? Absolutely. I'm with Casey, he man. Like he was. He looked like he was a judge in Renaissance France. It was fantastic. <laughs> no, his hair was fine in Bill and Ted. But you cannot get out of here. It was so bad. I think you're curly hair up. mullets are way better than straight hair. I agree. Yes. Oh, my God. It's that Can volume or something. I don't know what it is. I got like the Lionel Richie going on, you know. <laughs> fantastic. Richie, yeah. At no point in history should anybody say the, the phrase, this mullet is better than that mullet. They're all equally terrible. <laughs> I don't know, because, buddy, if we're talking about mullet movies, I still have to throw Silkwood out there. Because oh. you not only get Kurt Russell's, but you, my friend, you get one of the most infamous mullets of all time, and that is Meryl Streep's mullet. Oh, my God. No, it's Ironweed, isn't it? Ironweed is the one she had the mullet. No, Silkwood. You sure? Pretty sure. Pretty positive. Are, are they are they related? I'm not familiar with either mm-hmm. of these. Damn it, Randy. Sorry. <laughs> so Silkwood is an Dude, 83 I watch flick. Dracula like, movies, all right? I don't have time for anything else. So <laughs> Silkwood is a 83 movie with Meryl Streep, Kurt Russell, and Cher. And it's about yeah. like a, a whistleblower or something about uh, someone who's going to have like some sort of nuclear thing explosion go off. I can't remember it exactly. Yeah, it's kind of I think like it was like Joan a three Jet mile Mullet. island sort of thing. Ooh, Joan Jet Mullet. Yep, exactly what it looked oh. like. Yep. Ugh. I mean, Cher pretty much has a mullet in the picture there, too. It's just all down it's not really brushed back that's kind uh, of Cher's thing though she went back and forth with that she just had the long hair and would just like kind of reposition it yeah. i want to know <laughs> what people yeah. oh, that's just where you see the butt Seriously, <laughs> what were people thinking andre agassi's mullet that's one of my favorite mullets that's the oh. best sports mullet next to gretzky oh gretzky yes. before i Did forget you just really quick I need to the ask great one Josh to do an AI picture of Jesus with a mullet. <laughs> do that and send it to me, buddy. My God. Turning oh. water into beer real quick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'd hang out with him. <laughs> hey, you want hey. Coors Light? I'm some water bottle. Heck no, man. Y'all know it's a real party. We ain't got nothing light here. You got my mom tattoo on water into natty. <laughs> See, my mom says Mary because she's the original. <laughs> oh my gosh oh, we're going to hell all righty <laughs> do you think jesus a, toasts to dale earnhardt that? jr isn't that the a baseball player isn't that um show they would know before i would i thought i think he's a uh uh athlete i that's, recognize him wasn't that hernandez right keith yeah. hernandez? that's keith hernandez yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. that's who the worst type of mullet right hung there, out so, with jerry seinfeld who also had a mullet had a mullet Back into the left, Jerry. Back into the left. <laughs> All right. Does anyone else have any uh, last minute? Boy, we've been this Man, is a long hour. Jeez, this kind of flew all of a sudden. <laughs> See, I mean, when you're having fun, I know, right? Does Time flies else when you're anything? flowing through mullets. Any, let's any just, other? Let's just award Rod Stewart mullet of the decade. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Easily done. Easily done. 
You were the mullet king, sir. Yeah. I mean, he definitely went the longest. The Maggie, may quit. I have a hairstyle like Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> well, Jan Michael Vincent, he had one too, I think, at one point. Oh, yeah. Maybe. And look where it got him. Airwolf, <laughs> half of Airwolf being, talked about, on a, it wasn't being even talked about on a podcast. Jan Michael, you're Vincent. Oh, <laughs> well, I hope people enjoyed the mullet conversation part two. It was much longer than the first one, which I'm very thrilled about. These are very unique, th- uh, unique retros, you know? Yeah. And mm-hmm. shit, did we forget anybody? If so, let us know on our socials. Yeah. I, if if you liked it, if you didn't like it, you know I don't know what to tell you. Maybe read your Bible, but um, <laughs> I had a lot of fun. I think we all did, and I think we did God's work here today. So Jesus pulled off two miracles: water and the wine, and putting that wall in front of Dale Earnhardt to make NASCAR more interesting. Than <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, let's take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back with the scene snob. Stick around. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. All right, we are back from commercial break and once again joined by Mick Manhattan and Casey Plot of the Scene Snobs. Gentlemen. Thanks again for being here and for humoring our mullet antics. Well, the pleasure's all mine. There's yeah. nothing better than having a good mullet talk. I don't That's think there's the enough truth. of them going on in the world, so appreciate it. <laughs> it was a I lot have of fun. a feeling this isn't our last one either. <laughs> the mullet part three. <laughs> if you show up with a mullet, we're going to have it. like a long talk, bro. I'll I'll do it. I'll show up with a, a mullet and a monocle, and we'll get into some weird stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I'll get a perm too, so I'll get that curly mullet going. <laughs> only, only perm half. <laughs> yep, the back part, just the back. Exactly. I won't need a pillow. Give me the Alex Winter from Moss Boys. You know, like when people go on an airplane, they get those neck pillows. Yeah. Just form it out of your hair. And, oh. <laughs> still flipping. That's how you. That's the mullet tester. If you put one of those on and your hair flips over it. You have a mullet. Wow. Jackal said you feel the need to wear a Snuggie to the grocery store and I'll, <laughs> I'll be right with the world. Boy, that's a, that's another AI picture we need. Jack Doherty with mullet at the store in pajamas. Snuggie. Snuggie. This is my Florida Gator Snuggie. I hope you like it. <laughs> All right, guys. We got... I never thought I would be the one to say this, but we got to move on from the mall. <laughs> you, know, you, know the, you know the Coors Light tastes good when the mountains are blue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
I got set. I got seven things I love, and they're all layered <laughs> as a dip. You know what they say about them cores like cans that aren't blue? If the mountains are gray, leave them bay. <laughs> he knows. We talk about. Oh I drink God. Steel Reserve. <laughs> We just all wake up with mullets tomorrow. Like, no! What do we do? It's like Beetle. Oh my God, be the three worst. times we're going to get it now. Yeah. That's the problem. The mullet fairy comes by after you say it 72 times in one podcast. And I think we're screwed, guys. Instead what's, of what's a little NASCAR flying through the sky? Yeah. <laughs> and her wand doesn't have a star on the end. It's just a little mullet hanging from a stick. Yes. <laughs> with little balls hanging from the back. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Fuck me. Okay. <laughs> not, if it's, not if you were my sister. <laughs> oh, they're killing I me. I promise I'll be good. I won't say anymore. Oh, they're killing me now. <laughs> All right, guys. So last time we had you on, you told us, not that we needed told about, but you told our listeners all about the scene snobs. And uh, for those listeners who weren't there the first time, I wonder if you guys could just start by uh, once again telling the listeners a little bit about yourselves and the scene snobs. Uh, no, we're good. <laughs> no? <laughs> we can tell them a little bit. Like, we have a show, and we like to make jokes. We have lots of shows, it's a, and we, we like yeah. to make jokes. We're, 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 we wear a little thin with you guys sometimes, so... Huh? So check us out or don't. It's okay. <laughs> People get annoyed with us. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they laugh. You could be uh, one of them. Check us he out. He seems really upset we're not talking about the mullet anymore. I want to go back to the mullet. I don't we're know all saddened you're... by the lack of mullet discussion. <laughs> Screw the scene snobs. Let's talk about mullets. I, didn't, I wasn't promised scene snobs conversation. When I <laughs> hey, I, I mean, we're at an hour right now. That's a full episode. So if you want to cut it, we can. I just thought I'd no, I, I promote. <laughs> we love you guys so we much. We do. We'd mess we with you. We appreciate it. Uh, Guys, if you guys, anybody listening, if you like, we're a, a fun little comedy. Uh, we have a bunch of different shows, but like, go check out our YouTube, the Scene Snobs YouTube channel. All of our shows are on there, but you know, we do other stuff, all of our social media, everything. We kind of do th different things on them. So just, you know, type in the Scene Snobs, check us out, see if you like us, let us know. Yeah, the key with us is we like to embrace absurdity. Life is hard enough, so try to have a little fun, bring a little light in everybody's life, and just uh, smile, laugh, and look at the craziness all around us. So mm -hmm. that's us. There's a lot of it. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys do a, a great job. Uh, there's been many of your guys' live streams that I've uh, checked in on. And just I like to have... I just like listen to you guys talk. I mean, we're all very like-minded people, as this episode just proved. <laughs> we're all certifiable. But I can yes, I can sir. easily jump in on the scene snobs and like start listening and really enjoy what I'm hearing. And one thing that you guys have, uh, and maybe you did do it before, and I just didn't see it, but it seems like you did this last Halloween for the first time. Was you guys went and did like an overnight in a haunted place, and uh, we're <laughs> trying to talk and find ghosts, and I. Uh, I'm trying to remember the part I checked in on. It was you guys were in a store, I think, that used to be. Mm -hmm. uh, it was like remember. a mill. It was a mill back in the day. Yeah. yeah. Like yes. Way back when. And there was a girl sitting at the table with like headphones on, like blocking her hearing and a blindfold. And she was like mm -hmm. saying stuff that was being said to her. Like it was just so much fun because we've talked about that kind of stuff before, mm -hmm. but we've just never done it because we're too chicken shit. But <laughs> I just, I've seen this and the fat guy scared. gets it first. So <laughs> uh, I'm still here. I'll stop. But oh, no, the no, nerdy stoner me. will get it first. Don't worry. No <laughs> Are we going to die? I, I, I learned a long time. When I gained a certain amount of weight, I learned 
real time ago that there is no fight or flight. There's just fight or die. Because I ain't running anyway. Fight or flight is actually our tag team name because we can only each do one or the other. So that's how it works out with us. Casey, you run. I'll stay. I'm in, bro. <laughs> that was a fun one. That was, that was uh, It kind of got thrown out to us. We wanted to stay in like a haunted hotel. And uh, a buddy of mine from college is, has a group, a paranormal group in Maryland. And he's like, listen, man, we're going to go and explore this in October. Do you want to do it? And you can film it. They said everything's cool. I was like, yeah, absolutely. 100%. <laughs> yeah. And I told Casey we were going to White Castle. And <laughs> boy, was I it. shocked. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just a great time. It's Cotton and Company uh, Vintage Boutique in, um, I can't remember the name of the town, but if you look it up. It's a, it's a beautiful place. Lots of really awesome work that people put together in their little shops, uh, but lots of ghosts too, from what I Gosh. understand. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like from what I could see, you guys were uh, <clears throat> making some kind of contact, like something was happening, right? Yeah, it was pretty wild, and it was happening on every floor in different areas, but it was all kind of the way that we had been told it would unfold to some degree. So it's like this is a common thing. There's clearly something going on. So it's neat. As a skeptic, it's a lot of fun to go in and just with an open mind and and have fun trying to see something, that perspective that you're not really used to in day-to-day life. So it was a good time. I had a blast with it and hope we get to do it again. Oh, yeah, absolutely. What didn't you guys originally have like a uh, reservation or something to a like a haunted hotel that like – I feel like I remember a post where Mick was like, oh, fuck, I just showed up here and they don't. Yeah, have they gave my room away. Yeah, so I was I felt so mad, you, man. I was like, that sucks. <laughs> I was going I was going to do the Ouija board in it and everything. And they gave it away. And I, I, oh, I'm still mad. At it. You know, what? <laughs> that hotel is like the mullet of hotel. <laughs> I stay there. There's probably not even a ghost. <laughs> the mullet oh. is. <laughs> But I think that's why we did it the next year is like, we're like, we're going to go bigger because it was such a fail the year before. (laughs) Okay. So it was two years in a row. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, it seems like that's a tradition now. Like that's something you guys want to keep doing or no. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Yeah. I think think we'd like to lock it in for one more year. So that way, anytime, if I can force him to do it for three years in a row, it's guaranteed. So, (laughs) and that's the thing that, cause we have the snobby awards too. And I've been wanting to end this stuff. Like, not the show. I love doing the show. But I've been wanting to end these special events. Like, I don't want to do the snobbies anymore. It's just a lot of work. I don't want to do ghost hunts. It's a lot of work. And Casey keeps pulling me back in. And I think that's what makes him so much fun is that I'm getting dragged in. And then it just turns out to be, like, just a good time. Exactly. I'm his Fredo. I just keep pulling him back in. (laughs) Don't do that. Don't do that. You know what happens to Fredo? Where were you? You're going to kill me eventually. It's fine. I got at least 20 years. He's the Sam to your your uh, Frodo. Frodo, yeah, he's yeah. throwing you on his back and carrying up that fucking mountain, man. Don't you know you're Sam? <laughs> <laughs> but I I do want to give you guys a huge shout out, especially for the snobbies, because you guys put so much work into honoring your peers and just mm-hmm. making like the best fucking award show possible. Oh, thank you. And yeah, it's you know, very nice. Yeah, thank you guys for that, because that's that means a lot to a lot of us that have been nominated and. You know, just it's it's awesome. It means a lot to hear that because I know yeah. uh, you know Mick puts a boatload of work into it. I've always just wanted to MC events. That's my whole thing with it. That's how I keep roping them into it. I'm like, but it's my chance to MC. Uh, so. <laughs> it's my time to shine, Mick. This is all I have. But I have to talk to these people, Casey. 
Don't so take it's it one, away it's, from me. <laughs> exactly. But um, it's fantastic. And we really appreciate it because we always want to do we do want to shine a light on so many other shows and so many great shows that are out there that people haven't had a chance to hear. So we just, you know, it's all about the community and all building, you know, groups together and building our communities together. And it's a beautiful thing. So the fact that we can give that give back in the snobbies is what we shoot for. I started the snobbies as a joke. What I started the snobbies. Well, I started the snobbies not to make fun of podcasts, like no, it was it really to celebrate yeah. independent podcasters. Um, that was that was not the joke. The joke being, I can't stand the big award shows like the Oscars and the Golden Globes, so I, I hate the pomp and, pomp and circumstance. So I was like, let's just do a show, but we'll make it serious. Like we'll really like celebrate these shows and put their names out there. But like we put on the tuxedos and we and we really play it up. And we if you notice, it's on the same day every year, not the same date. We always do it 2 p.m. on Oscar night. Mm. So like we're the first and we always say we're the best award show going on that, <laughs> that day. And that's so, the fucking truth. Yeah. You know, I know what you mean, though, about like not liking the big award shows, but I think I like them. I dislike them for a different reasons because you're watching people who get glorified uh, daily get glorified further. And I just, it just makes me sick, but something like this, you know, you guys are shining, like Randy was saying, shining light on people who typically don't get uh, that in that kind of recognition. So it, it is a very cool thing that you guys are doing and original. I don't think there's too many other podcasts out there who go to that uh, kind of effort. Yeah. And it's, it's funny because even this year we've had, I mean, and I'll say over the years that we've been doing the scene snobs, we've grown to a point where, like, I guess we have a little more of a reach and I'm, you know, I'm not trying to boast or anything. That's not what this is. But I guess more people are hearing about the snobbies. Mm -hmm. So when I put it out there and we've gotten a ton of people and only a very small fraction are returns. And the people who are returning have told me, oh, we're going to put in. Don't worry. We just haven't yet. But yeah, it, it, all new podcasts, everybody's kind of jumping in on it. So, uh, yeah, it's great. I, I'd love to see it. And we want to honor, you know, independent podcasters because there's a, there's a lot of BS out there, in my opinion. Oh, fuck. Yeah, there is. We know. <laughs> a lot of crap you have to wade through to find a good show, you know? Yeah. That's Jeez. for sure. Yep. I think that's why I have judges and I don't want than, like the Columbus Podcast Awards. Yes, I would agree. We should give the Candair the Lifetime Achievement Award this year. Uh, no. Hey, well, you know, Ooh, I, yeah. I, you know I don't want to. I get to pick that. Well, Casey and I. Who are we going to name it after? Um, The first podcaster ever. Who's that? I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so now we have to do more we'll research. All right, I'll find it. No, Actually, now it I have me. to find it. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I could sway you, I have three friends that uh, might be able to talk you into it. Mr. Washington, Mr. Washington, and <laughs> Mr. Mr. <Mullen>. Washington. <laughs> oh, I know the three Georges well. You speak my language. George to the third, they like to be called. <laughs> They're quarters. He's given us 75 cents. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a sock full of quarters <laughs> and it's still the most we would make from the exactly. snobbies we're just gonna give it to you we're happy hey it means i can go one of those machines in front of the store and just turn crank and get some gumballs i'm down let's yep. do this yep. we have talked about that though to have like a you know like honor shows that have been here for so long mm -hmm. you know um because there's too many pandemic podcasts and i'm not Putting oh, anyone no, down. you're I'm absolutely right about that. We've talked about that. I don't want to trash that. anyone. 
I, I, I don't hate people for starting a podcast or anything. I hate podcasters from the pandemic that are now podcast coaches. That's a whole different story. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to podcast is named after yourself. Seek help. Oh, I'm sorry. Was that loud. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, That's a truth, though. Yeah. It is. Uh-huh. I get it. I hear you. It's yeah. so amazing. Pay, pay me because I've been doing this since 2020. All right. Go down. Yeah, oh, wow. I know all the ups and downs of podcasts. Fucking amateurs. Yeah. Fucking yeah. amateurs. <laughs> you wow. have two shows fail. In eight years, and you tell me what it's like. Yeah, <laughs> starting out on an online radio back in the dinosaur days. That's what. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were, you were, you were They've a streamer. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Yeah, no. So I, I do, but I there's a lot of people really trying, really putting it together, and I, I love this industry, and it, and I want to see it grow into the right type of industry, and it's going that way. Yeah, um, but I don't respect people who don't treat it. Treat it like that. It's like not it's a get a, rich quick scheme. Exactly. Or get famous quick scheme. Yeah, no. It is a passion project. <laughs> yeah, you gotta love what you do and Unless just you, wanna entertain and be in the entertainment. You know? Unless you put a skinny guy and a fat guy in a haunted house, that's it. That's the only time it's a get rich quick scheme. <laughs> <laughs> Our Abin Costello stuff. One day. Still waiting for my check though. Uh, <laughs> it's uh funny to hear you say earlier, um, how you're trying to cut the fat off of you know how much work you have to do because who's that sound like guys who's that sound like to the two of you mean well me too (laughs) (laughs) i mean how many times am i always telling you guys like i i want to quit doing that so i don't want to do that anymore like when we started like how many special projects were we doing all the time we were doing like we had tons of stuff stop motion animation like two hour long (laughs) fucking radio theater unboxing videos Uh, yeah and it's just like fuck man let's just cut the fat off and just focus on this one thing and i felt bad because then when randy came to town he's like all right when's the next project and we're like uh shut the fuck up randy this is the project <laughs> god damn it randy yeah pretty much pretty much hey dracula and sit in your corner well i just say that i just wish randy could have uh been around when we were full of more piss and vinegar you know uh, I, i've been around long enough at this point I, i've cooled my jets too so we've no, done no some cool shit but even during that cool <laughs> shit i'm like this is the last fucking time yeah, yeah. we're done this, i'm not, not doing this again <laughs> we're not fucking doing this again right? <laughs> make sure no. you take plenty of pictures because <laughs> well that was that was when we it was probably around casey what was it like 2021 when i was like no more interviews yeah oh yeah we dropped we're not doing any more interviews i think it was right at the beginning of 2021 at the because start of that year you were done yeah. I got so burned out because everybody – now, you guys do great interviews, and you've been mm-hmm. doing this for years, so I, you guys are rejected from it. This isn't about anything you guys do. We get the mullet pass. Got it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, he talks time. he talks crap about you guys all the time. I really love you. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we know. We know. It's like Candare obsession. Candare boys with nothing but walking mullets. And all that jazz and, like, just people coming on a show. And uh, I was like, you know what? I'm not – I want to be entertaining and I don't mind talking to people. I'll talk to anyone. Mm-hmm. But if you notice, like when they come on our show, uh, you are, you are coming on our, our show. Mm-hmm. I don't, you can pitch whatever you want to pitch. You can talk about, but you are doing, you're talking about the topics we want to talk about. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's what it's going to be. You're going to be a part of it. You're a guest. You're not an interviewee. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We really keep with that 
it's the comedy show. And that's really what we try to drive the point home with is that we're here to be funny and anyone and everyone can be funny. So have fun. Don't take yourself too seriously. And enjoy yourself. Yeah, so when, yeah. you know, we, we're getting guests and when we do still, we still do interviews, but uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. we've, we've laxed on it, but I was like, yeah. but I, I told Casey, I was like, if we keep doing interviews, we're taking away from what we're trying to build, like the comedy aspect and such. I was like, if we knock out interviews, don't do any of them because everybody's trying to get really big off of like famous people right and pissing a lot of people off let's be real i i was just like let's us be good yeah. you know when we're doing on the mics yeah. and if people are coming for us then the interviews can come later you know so we've sure. relaxed on it a little bit because more people have been fortunately thank you very much to all of them uh coming to you know be a part of the snob nation community we kind of building but yeah, I I, just, I was like I I kicked it out. I was like, no interviews. We're not doing it. I did, we did it with the Will Wheaton during that time, mm-hmm. but strictly that was a, that was. Well, like how case. you gonna say no to yeah, that? Right. <clears throat> right. I didn't even want him on a show. Like, not that I didn't like him. I love talking. <laughs> I don't want Will Wheaton on the show. <laughs> Shut up. I didn't boyfriend. want this guy. <laughs> yeah. I love talking to him, and I'm a Star Trek fan, so it was cool. But I was I still I was like very adamant about the no interviews. But it came up. And I was like, Casey's such a huge fan. Yeah. And that was his guy. I was like, if I said no, I would be the biggest jerk on the planet. Wearing my Starfleet sweater. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. In this industry, it's so hard to stay relevant. And if you're doing what everybody else is doing, you're just going to get lost in white noise. And one thing I've noticed, you know, as long as I've known you, Mick, and you, Casey, is you guys constantly reinvent yourself. You're always Mm -hmm. pushing yourselves. You're always doing something different and trying something new and... I mean, I think that's why you guys are kicking as much ass as you are. Thank you. We appreciate that, man. Like, this is all the stuff we're doing now. Uh, when we we did our show, Mystery Elephant, we that ran for like six years from like 2013 to like, what was it, 2018? Somewhere there, yeah. Um, and we wanted to do the things that we're doing now on the scene snobs, but they kept getting blocked by another party that like was a part of the show. And we were like, oh, but this would be so much fun. Like, we want to be the guys who. We'll try it, see if it works. If it doesn't work, we'll go to something else. Or if it completely blows up in our faces, we'll jump out the window to make you laugh. Yeah, That's we'll sort of like yeah. humor. <laughs> yeah, we'll make Let's it just bigger. really make them be like, what just happened? You know? <laughs> yeah. And we fail at it. So I think it's very funny. Yeah, it's part of the joy. That's why you always double down. <laughs> Fully commit to it. <laughs> I know what you mean. There's been so many times um, where, like, we've, because we typically always have a guest on, uh, rather you know, comic creator or whatever it might be. But there's times where we're like we have a last minute cancellation. It's just the three of us, and man, if those aren't awesome episodes, yeah, like it's just they usually are. They just always come yeah. out great, and that's that's why I love our Patreon too. But and I've thought about that myself. Like, man, should we keep doing interviews? But I I don't know for some reason for me I don't want to let it go quite yet. I have fun with like the voice actors and stuff i enjoy writing those so i guess that's why i do that i'm I, i'm definitely not one of those people who's sitting there thinking well talking to will wheaton's gonna make me famous <laughs> i'm definitely now we'll not become best friends no I, I definitely you guys i just would like to say please don't ever quit doing your interviews your no, interviews are phenomenal please don't. There are certain people who absolutely nail it, and y'all are fantastic. It's some of my favorite listens. Well, so please you. don't Thank stop. <laughs> it's, Ours aren't I did so that. much always interviews, though. They're more 
of just, just hanging, hanging out, out. Yeah. conversing. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like and it's Barbara nice to talk. Walters type thing, just nailing, reaming, <laughs> reaming, reaming. Question, question. Oh yeah, and we yeah. just lost her too. I couldn't. Uh, yeah. Couldn't oh really? Yeah, she died. Yeah. What last week? Last week. Yeah. Yeah. Was it last week? Yeah, she fucking yeah, she was <laughs> Taking this no, place it's just, down. And again, I'm not like because we know uh, Jeff Dwoskin who does interviews and stuff, and that's his format, and he's mm-hmm. so good at it. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a guy that stepped in, and he, that's what he wanted to do, and he's great at it. And then I see other ones, and I'm just like, you are asking the same exact questions as twenty thousand other podcasts. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's and what's like, fucking hard about it. Sometimes is like. You put together a list and then you go do research, listening to other interviews that they've done. You're like, oh crap, there goes my whole interview. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> it becomes a challenge, yeah. doesn't it? But I understand. I understand making the load light so you can focus and just make the one thing work the best it can. I learned that lesson and it wasn't even about interviewing years ago. I went to a convention with my best friend at the time and uh, we were going to meet Ernie Hudson. And he was, this is like the first time, like I've seen him at a convention. I'm talking like 2002, maybe. Yeah. And, uh, and he was wearing his full green Ghostbusters outfit and such had the proton pack, the slime proton pack and everything. And I'm, of course I have my Ghostbusters stuff to be signed. And my buddy brings Congo. I'm like, like, why Congo though? I was like, out of all the things he's been in, why Congo? He goes, because he'll remember it. And I'm like, no, he's not. And he went up with Congo, had it in VHS, had it signed, and Ernie Hudson looks at it and he goes, nobody's ever brought Congo to me before. And that's where Casey and I have talked about it, like in our interviews, it was like, we can ask the questions we have to ask for the sound bites we need to ask. But we better, if for every one question we have to ask that's like that, I want 20 that are, you got, he's going to think, or she's going to think. Yeah. Yeah. And be interested in that. If I don't get in an interview, that's a great question at least once. I mm-hmm. failed the interview. Same. Yeah. I agree yeah. with that wholeheartedly. I'm always trying to get either just that explanation <clears throat> or that that point where they want to just pick up and continue on from wherever you're at. So you don't you don't even miss a beat. You finish right. and they're yeah. just rolling. Gosh, that's one of the best feelings. What's that or the uh, oh, you did your homework. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good one. Yep. That's yep. a great one too. Yeah. One one of my <laughs> favorite experiences, and it's happened a couple of times, is when we get done with the interview, mics are off and everything, and the guest is like, you know, this has been one of, the, you know, not the best, but you know, one of the better, one of the the more fun times I've had. Just kind of that, you know, like okay, we're we're on our shit. I learned a lot. You know, we we talk about the seas of bad podcasts out there, and you know, we might be <laughs> treading in that sea too. I don't know. I don't think that's for us to say. No, I but th- you know, there is good to come from them because they're good templates of what not to do. And mm-hmm. um, there's been times where I've been doing research, and uh, like Cam Clark, for example, <laughs> I was listening to a podcast he had done uh, when I was researching for him to come on. And these people, they chose two characters. I think they chose Leonardo. He, he did, and he did a character in uh, Metal Gear Solid, I believe. Oh, um, I know, I, I know where you're going. And the second the interview starts, they just start asking about those characters, not ever stopping to think like, okay, this is just a job for this guy. He, I'm sure he doesn't sit at home and jerk off to Leonardo <laughs> and and Metal Gear Solid. You know, he's just he got paid. He moved on. Mm-hmm. And there were so many uh, interviews I've heard like that where, you know, when I'm doing my research, I'm like, well, I just read this about that person. Why isn't anybody touching on that? So it becomes like, OK, we get somebody on because we're a fan of their work. 
but we're not going to talk to him about that work. We're going to find out about that person. Or it's a small uh, yeah, it's not fanboying on him. It's actually yeah. well, let's have a conversation, a find out who the person is that did that work. You yeah. know, we might ask mm-hmm. a question about that character, but that's where it gets interesting. So there, there is good to be had in those seas of shitty podcasts. <laughs> you know what not to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's no, why that's, I, that's you title true. him a conversation with so and so, not interview with so and so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the conversation is important, and I, that's part of the aspect that I really enjoy is you you get to the person, and that's what you want. You know, it's more fun to learn about who they are, what's inspired them. You know, that those mm-hmm. are the fascinating parts. Yep. It's not like, hey, have you just sat around and thought about the same character you played thirty years ago? Like, <laughs> I, you know, it's, you got to get past that, and that's that's something that's difficult for some people to do for themselves, much less to yeah. believe someone else is getting over it. it so it reminds me of that scene in Galaxy Quest where the the nerds are like asking the actors like. <laughs> You know, you had this laid out on this part of this ship, and they just like get it's up a once. show, hundred <laughs> yeah. oh, percent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that, you know, that's the work that goes into it, and and you know, a lot of people don't see that side of it. And I, I'm not putting down all pandemic podcasters or anything because I've met some really good ones, and I'm happy to see them going on. And and a lot uh, of them are just still finding talent. their feet, and they're gonna get better. Yeah, just, yeah. yeah. 100%. And but then you can see the ones who like really suck. Uh, <laughs> and it's they're just like they're they're not getting it. And then like I've been asked before like well what do you do there? What do you, I was like I spend hours researching and training mm. and doing things. Like I watch videos on how to be more appealing to people and questioning and things like that. Like you got to do this stuff. You You're this is learning an and honing your craft. Exactly. Yeah. This is yep. an industry so you need to treat it as such. Not, um, you know, a lot of the guys and girls who do it are like, ah, oh, it's just I get to hang out with my friends. That's a perk. I get to hang out with my best friend every week, at least three sure. times a week. That's me. <laughs> there he is. That's him. <laughs> but you, that's another thing, too. Like, you guys did. Like, you guys teamed up. You knew it worked. You know? Like, I, I remember uh, early on when I was doing this alone, I went through a full summer every week of the episode. I went back and I started bringing guest hosts mm. just to see who I gelled with. And nothing, and because Casey was busy at the time and stuff, and he couldn't do it, and it was like nobody works except for Casey. Yeah. Nobody. We've been doing this for what twelve years 10 now, years, like eleven years, something like that. Well, no, I keep going back. You it? keep going forward. It's twenty twenty three. Yeah. So, so I we guess started in twenty eleven. So it's yeah. twelve years. Yep. So yeah, and it just it works. So I was like, and then he came back, and I was like, thank God. And then that's when we hit our stride. You know, it got yeah. better. And we can we could work on it, but like well, it's just like they say, you know, if you love something, let it go. If it comes, if Casey comes back, then you're gonna have an amazing podcast. And if you don't <laughs> like something, let it go. I'm gonna point that out there. Too. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. So, Randy, we have something to tell you. Oh God. <laughs> I made myself was... snort on that one. <laughs> we don't really have something to tell you. He was messing with you. <laughs> oh, okay. I was waiting. Like, in case people I, are still I'm waiting. <laughs> You've been guys, traded like, to the scene, right. snobs. Yeah. Congratulations. We got a first round pick. And uh... <laughs> Jack and Jeremy got fantasy uh, podcast league. <laughs> No, when you talk about uh, pandemic pods, the ones that piss me off the most are the actors that couldn't find work during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And then like people who are already famous starting a podcast and have their inherent audience. You know what I mean? Maybe that's small of me, but I don't care. Fuck them. No, they're the ones that took a lot of listenership away from all of us smaller podcasts Mm -hmm. because they're famous. And yep. 
Yeah, Absolutely. stay in your own territory. <laughs> stay in your lane. Right? I, I say we bring them on. <laughs> I say bring them on because I'll tell you what, I'm better at this than them. Mm-hmm. Heard that. And, I, and, and Casey knows, like, it takes a level of arrogance to do anything in entertainment. You have Great. to have a level. That's why they have the award shows and all those BS mm-hmm. things. You have to believe your own BS a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Casey, Casey and my wife both have a saying. When I'm going a little too overboard. CTA. CTA. Check the arrogance. And it's just like, okay, I got you. I, I let that one go a little too far. <laughs> we might have to use that over here. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I'll try and get more control of myself. CTA, Randy. <laughs> Tone it He's down. just pounding on the microphone saying, Dracula's better. <laughs> CTD. Check the Dracula. Yes, CTD. <laughs> Love it. Oh, so for everybody at home uh, who wants to get on the scene snob schedule, when when do you guys go live? When are your shows posting every week? Uh, well, our main show, the Scene Snobs Podcast, uh, is 9 p.m. every uh, Tuesday, Tuesday night. night. Yeah, if, I, if I'm, and then we have our Friday morning show from 7 to 10 a.m. Eastern. Eastern. Everything's Eastern. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, and that is, uh, you know, our snob nation morning show. It's you know, we have a lot of fun with that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then fr- Sunday nights, we have Geeked Out Live, which is uh, whoever's in the uh, the chat can pick the topics. And that's 8.30 huh. p.m. Eastern on Sunday nights. So yep. always Eastern. a fun time. And we try to keep everything busy. Yeah, absolutely. Try to keep uh, everything, everyone on their toes. We're just trying to see what we can sell. See the whole point is which True. which show is going to be the best to pitch. We are we are moving all of our live shows except for this nomination morning show uh, behind our Patreon soon. It's just time we we, we have to do it, and, but everything will still be available in real time. Yeah, like right after it's the live's over, it's it's available for you to see on YouTube and such. Well, I tell you what, if you guys ever put a bandana with a mullet hanging off of it on your merch page, like it's the scene snobs mullet, I will buy five of them. You already have my wallet. That's happening. I don't know where that came from in my mind, but I was just thinking like, man, if they if they made merch and made one of those, well, what shit. a perfect accompaniment to this uh, podcast. Right well, we here. better hop on the bandwagon and do like a Candair fanny pack or something. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. That's we great. should just make accessories of our stuff for people with mullets. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> what what are so, mullet accessories? Well, like a hairnet, but it just looks like a really big used condom. Mm-hmm. I love uh, that. Wallet um, chains. American flag <laughs> boxer shorts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. A choker that will actually connect to your headband so you can keep it accessible. Kind of like glasses. Like, you know, you put down the glasses with the little lines on them. Yeah. Denim a bottle vests. of uh, Miller High Life. You write this shit down, Jack? <laughs> yeah, it's all up 40, here. 40 ounce of high life for Edward Forty Hands. So, so basically. Special Edward Forty Hands mitts. So what you're telling see. me is we should make a t-shirt of a man, an outlined man in a mullet holding a can and it says canned flare. Is that what you're saying? Yes, 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 yes. yes. Do it. <laughs> Run. Run, Nick. Do it. Go. You already have three sales. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I wanted it till I saw it. <laughs> I don't even have to and say then it. how can Sounds I say no? Awesome. <laughs> 
Well, um, uh, everyone can check out you guys at thescenesnobs.com. Mick, you're on uh, Instagram at thescenesnobs, and Casey at Plotimus21. I love Plotimus. That's a cool name right there. I dig that. Thank you. Um, and uh, you guys are on YouTube, of course. Where else should be uh, people be checking you guys out? Uh, we're literally everywhere. Uh, our comedy videos are on TikTok. We kind of share them out, but like if you want to see them first, they're over on TikTok. Um, having some fun with those. Uh, yeah, we're everywhere. So like, just if I swear to God, people, if you go to our website or you type in the scenes, knobs, just check us out. And if you like us, follow us. Maybe check out the shows. There it is, gentlemen. What a pleasure to have you guys back here, and what a fun episode this has been. Mm. Our pleasure. The pleasure was all on this end of it. We absolutely appreciate it. Love being on here. Love hanging out with you all, and this was fantastic. Thank you. You well, had better you, not. Man. My, my throat is raw from laughing. But... <laughs> you had better not cut the Jesus stuff. <laughs> no, I'm not cutting the Jesus Hell stuff. No. Or if you do, leave that in there. <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not cutting any Jesus stuff. That's all staying. Jack, what do we have on the website? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus with a mullet? I'm going to cut everything but the Jesus part. <laughs> Go to CandairPodcast.com where you can listen, like, follow, subscribe, become a patron, buy some merch, see some videos, and if you'd like to be a guest and promote your work, send us an email on our contacts page. And don't forget to find us on Twitter at CandairPod and Instagram at Cand underscore Air. And uh, once again, the website Jack was talking about, CandarePodcast.com, a merch page where you can get t-shirts, uh, hoodies, hats, what else, mugs, fanny, stickers. Fanny packs, question No. Mark. No. I, I can roll with a lot of shit, but I'm not rolling with a fa- fanny pack. Bright pink ones. Do they actually have Green fanny packs that you don't. can put your logo? Okay. No, there's not. Okay, so shot down. That was <laughs> the old the old site had fanny packs, I think, at one point. Sad mullet noises. Mm. <laughs> what about bathroom rugs? shower curtains there we go and uh you can go to our patreon page again five to ten dollars a month gets you access to hours and hours upon hours of entertainment randy and uh yeah if you uh listen to us like what we're doing leave us uh, some love on your uh, podcast player of choice and again shout out to evergreenpodcast.com our network we're so proud to be a part of and uh, yes check us out there there it is bill's paid bah. <laughs> <laughs> indeed they don't invite us on podcast uh, networks because, you know, we're a little too loose cannony. Oh, I don't buy that. Mm-hmm. You, you you would do good on a network. Yeah. We'll wait until you hear our Catholic jokes. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Several episodes of Nightmare Fuel. Don't worry. We can move right past it. <laughs> I think we have a topic for our next episode. <laughs> oh, this we'll see is you guys at great. Easter. Catholicism and mullets. (laughs) All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this week. So until next time, I am Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. I'm Randy Hardenbrook. We're the Sea Stumps. Hi and bye. Thanks so much for listening, everyone, and be excellent to each other.
frozen. Watch me ice skate. Wait, come back. The ice could break. Whoops. Help. Quickly walk back to the edge. Stop, you'll break through the ice. Snow job! Grab this branch. You should have been listening to canned air. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. Snow job, how'd you get your name? Um... G.I. Joe! Just I'll, get with, know, you. I'll get with you guys and uh, we'll set it up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I Talk think... to our PR guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Literally, we have See, no interviews. I want a guy. We have no interviews. I'm a guy. <laughs> okay, so you don't want to know what you got to do to get the position of that guy, oh, right? Fair enough. No, I'm good. <laughs> he, had to, <laughs> he had to suck a lot of dicks and they weren't ours. <laughs> they were long and distinguished, just like Matt Johnson. I get it. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a true believer, all right? We're like, Randy, meet Big Willie. Yeah. <laughs> they call him that for a reason. This, this is Bubba, and Start this is your interview. Bitch. Randy, I'm going to pull on my best mullet for you. <laughs> I was wondering why there's a couch in this office. I don't think. <laughs> See that couch over there? Fuck that couch. He's like, you slow down, boy. It's not a couch, it's Go a futon. Nice and slow. There's just holes cut in the couch. It's not actually what you think. When I'm not using that pumpkin, I'm using that couch. I need therapy. We just call it the glory couch. Yeah. My favorite time of season is gourd season. (laughs) (laughs) See my couch? I call it Randy. Oh, (laughs) gross. I call it Randy hard. I'm just going to go home and cuddle with my Dracula pillow and be like, it's okay. It's okay. okay." (laughs) I cuddle with your wife because the only one that's talking about anything sexual with you right now has a penis. Like, she's the only one that would be cool with to do that. So, You you know? You have a very valid point. Yeah. Jeremy. Yeah. Go take advantage of the vagina at home. It took the long way to get there, but we're glad you got there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A vagina is worth two penis in the mouth. Got it. <laughs> two times twice. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, oh, you, can, you can take that saying to say a penis in the hand is better than two in the bush. <laughs> you, guys, you guys seriously need to. Holy shit. You guys seriously oh. need to stop making fun of fucking oh. random stuff, okay? Because it's completely okay. This has been a Canned Air production. The Korean War has sadly been known as the Forgotten War, but half a century earlier, the United States was locked in a bloody conflict in Asia that's been all but erased from the history books. Hi, I'm Alex Hasty, the host of Ohio vs. the World, an American history podcast on the Evergreen Podcast Network. In our newest episode, we speak to experts about the Philippine-American War, America's first Asian counterinsurgency conflict. The heroes, the villains, will discuss President McKinley, Admiral Dewey, the vicious brutality of the fighting, and the scandals and war crimes that nearly sunk Theodore Roosevelt's presidency. Check out our show, Ohio vs. the World, on the Evergreen Podcast Network for our new episode about America's most forgotten war. Now back to the show.